This is Shutters Inc. with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Hi, and welcome to episode 476 of Shutters Inc. This is Bruce Williams from ShuttersIncPodcast.com, and joining me on Skype once again from Melbourne, Victoria, from CreativePhotoWorkshops.com.au. It is the recovered Mr. Glenn Lavender. How are you? <laughs> Much improved. Well, thanks, mate. Excellent. Good to hear. I'm good. I'm good. No, I'm good. I'm. 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 Mine. Funnily enough, I, I got this rotten sore throat, and just glands went up, and I was just really croaking like anything. And two days later, it was gone. Yeah, but my wife came down with tonsillitis, and she's, she's oh, wheezed, and can hardly. You know, she's been bedridden since Saturday last week, so it's like Thursday now. So five days, uh, yeah, she's right. been sort of spending spending the fair portion of the day in bed. Yeah, and both of the kids have got a bit of a sniffle and a bit of a cold, and so it's oh, been geez. a yeah, yeah. So, yeah listen, you send the kids back to to school, uh, or yeah. as we call it, reinfection. And you send them back to reinfection <laughs> to come home with all this crap, you know? <laughs> so yeah. You get, we're back two weeks and everyone's sick again, you know? Yeah, right. So, but so, so we're, we're, we're one week into school holidays here now, so it's, it's um, they're home from school anyway, so it's not too bad. All the school holidays should be cancelled, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah, I know, they've been off that bloody long. That's right. Uh, but <laughs> before we get into I, I, I want to I dedicate the episode, dude. Oh, okay. Um, because I found that you know, when we dedicate episodes, our uh, we have we have two really successful hosts on Facebook. Uh, one when we um, don't we say there's no episode, that's our most successful post. That's right. And the second one's when we dedicate the episode. Uh, right. So I, I want to dedicate to a lovely lady who, who's, who's who's been a long term listener, uh, yeah. and uh, and I think yeah, that's, she hasn't had her time in the sun. Right. So we should. Should put her up there as dedicated to. Uh, now I don't know if it's a, a, a miss or missus. Uh, so I'll just okay. gonna, I'm just going to go with the miss. That's okay. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to dedicate de- uh, dedicate this episode to the lovely Miss Cass Tippett. But <laughs> <Right>. yeah, <laughs> I had that on the rundown. <laughs> what? What are you saying? Not a female. Pardon? <laughs> Cass is not a female. Yes, she is. Has no, she checked? She's not. <laughs> she I'm pretty sure look. he has. I'm pretty sure he has checked. Really? She's a he. Is, is that how she identifies? <laughs> Sorry. I'm, kidding, I'm getting confused. I'm getting confused now. <laughs> So, uh, so the the the, the Miss Cass Tippett episode we're, we're dedicating right. this as, right? He'll be missing after this one. <laughs> Will she? <laughs> <laughs> so, what's what's you got to do? Let's, 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 we want to have a quickie tonight, uh, yeah. so we want to get the episode over fast. Okay. Oh no, that's not what I mean. No, we. We don't want to have a quick. We're not. No, my wife's. We're not having a quickie night. My wife's sick anyway. Um, <laughs> So we're going to we're going to um, keep it short and sweet. That was the word, wasn't it? That's the one. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're very rarely sweet, so we're just keeping it short. Yeah. Which <laughs> yes, is heightest. Okay. It's, it's heightest when you think about it. That is. Yeah. 
Picking up, or lengthest. It could be, I'm not sure. <laughs> Would that be heightest or lengthest if you're saying keeping it short? <laughs> I don't know. That's a deadly serious question. Is that, I think it's probably lengthest. <laughs> so, if we talk about this long enough, it'll be a medium length <laughs> podcast and, right. um, and then the psychics will be, will be upset with us. Right. <laughs> yeah, mediums. You get if you, if you anyway. So how's your how's oh, your two okay. weeks been? How's your two weeks been, Bruce? <laughs> oh, not long enough. <laughs> not long enough. Fourteen <laughs> days not enough for you. <laughs> no. What have you been up to? Anything exciting? Uh no, just work, 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 work. Yeah. Um, still trying to work out what we're going to do for our holiday in August. Uh, we had thought about taking a road trip down to the Coonawarra region of South Australia That's and right. then heading yeah. into Victoria, do the Grampians, catch up with David Marland, uh, then down the Great Ocean Road through Melbourne, catch up with you, and then follow the coast home. And the, the catching up with me bit's been vetoed by the missus? So well, you somewhere it's else, not so much saying? that. It's just we're a little bit concerned about Victoria and oh, its yeah. infection Plague. rates. So we're, we're thinking there's there's a great there's a great meme going around uh, about the Spice Girls. Have you seen it? Yes, yes. <laughs> relating Australia and the Spice Girls, and uh, Australia's like the Spice Girls uh, reunion, but Victoria spoiling the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, everyone's trying That's to do the right thing, but Victoria's moment, so. spoiling it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so yeah. We, we've got a, we've got a fair bump in. in said so my entire uh, my suburbs clear. But all around me, suburbs, like four suburbs around me are closed down. Wow. And my eldest daughter's school's closed down. They've had one case. So, uh, yeah. And my other daughter's school, there's people, I'm sure, coming from the lockdown suburb to that school as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if that stops as well. And back yeah, to home right. <laughs> schooling again. <laughs> oh, dear. So I anyway. can't do it, Bruce. I can't do it. I can't do homeschooling again. Right. <laughs> So, so what are you thinking? You should go inland. Well, we're now thinking we might just fly to Darwin and yeah. hire a camper van and just do a couple of weeks road tripping around the Northern Territory where neither of us have ever been. I'd do that before coming to Victoria in a flash. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I'm epic. thinking. I'm thinking, yeah, it's getting getting out of the out of the usual touristy hotspots and. We That'd can certainly brilliant. socially distance in the Northern Territory. Yeah, and they've got no cases and haven't had rape. No, that'd be that that'd be that'd be high in my bucket list. I tell you, that'd be uh, a thing I'd be in in a flash. Yeah. So, so anyway, yeah. we'll wait and see. So, oh well, keep us keep us posted. And also, once again, you know, selfishly from our viewpoint, uh, photographically, it'd be very interesting, and uh, we'd love to see what you get. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So anyway, so so uh, I I vote I, if if I get a vote in it, uh, I vote mm. you go up there. Tell right. you, tell tell Kath. Okay, it's two I'll against one. Two so Glenn doesn't one. want to see us. <laughs> he would rather we went to the other end of the country, <laughs> as far away as possible. Oh, dear. So, what do you got on um, your list today? Uh, uh, no, I was gonna, let's go see what's on your list because I can't remember what's on. No, no, well, actually, no. We'll look at mine just quickly first. Let's, okay. Because we, what we missed out by not by some person being too ill to record last week is the <laughs> huge Olympus story. Yeah. So Olympus is the is the um, the, the the big thing about um, them basically selling up. 
Yeah. Um, and we've been talking about this for, yeah, for pretty much most of the year that things are going to change. And yep. this is the first sign. And 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 they sold up to um, as as one quote I saw about the company who bought them is a mid mid market buyout shop is what they're called. Uh, right. So it's just a, a company that just buys buys companies. It just buys predominantly electronic companies. Yeah. But it buys just it buys just buys stuff, uses it for as long as is necessary, and it appears to sell on. Right. Uh, if it's not if it's not quite getting the um, the stuff done. so so they they're the company that bought um, so it's the business equivalent of a chop shop it seems to be a little bit right uh, if they're not getting you know, great return on their investment they bought Sony um, computers division right. back in twenty fifteen I'm gonna say it was either fourteen or fifteen right but within not that long within like a ten months or so. They were trying to broker a deal to merge um, Toshiba and uh, Fujitsu, right? Computer divisions to merge all three of them together to, to to make a huge company to sort of take on Lenovo. That that from what I can, from what my research has been able to um, to find out, that didn't seem to happen because uh, I, I can't find any evidence that. That, that's that they joined mm-hmm. but by 2016 it was mid 2016 it was still certainly uh, uh everyone was expecting it to happen so yeah, right. um the, uh, but you can still go out and buy vao computers you know the old sony yep. um division computers on the market now not very many of them so i'm not sure how well that's worked out for them so it'd be interesting to see what they do with olympus yeah their, their latest acquisition which i thought was was you know, i started looking to the company and what else they're buying uh, it was narumia international they just bought out and uh, it's a uh, children's clothing company right which is odd because it doesn't seem to you know it doesn't yeah I don't find much correlation between the two brands. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm assuming is they're going to buy, uh, they'll buy the Olympus division and all the factories and all the people and essentially keep manufacturing. Right. And Olympus just today released their lens roadmap for the next couple of years or whatever it is. So they've certainly got expectations that um, things are going forward. Yeah. And, and this, this, so this Japan Industrial Partners, uh, that's the people who are buying the Olympus, uh, they're, they're ranked 5,665,686th website in the world. <laughs> right. Which you think is, well, that's not that. That's not too bad. I, my, my first impression was, well, that's not too bad for an investment company okay. to start because it's not, not a big, well-known company. Because I'm thinking, well, that's reasonably high up because I'm thinking how many billions of websites are there? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but what, find, what I found astounding looking further into it was that it was based on 881 monthly web visitors. Wow, that's not much. Exactly. Not to, so I'm thinking... Shutter's Inc. podcast page. Yes, we do considerably be, better than that. <laughs> does it? So we could be we could be above we could be in the top five million websites in the world, Bruce. <laughs> we could be. In the world. <laughs> so think about that. That's astounding. So that blew that blew my little socks off, so I gotta say. So I reckon we've we're we're coming up in the world. So all we need now is for someone to compile a list of the top five million websites so that we can be on the list. <laughs> and how many of them are going to be photography podcasts, Bruce? <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I reckon we're in the top. 
four, three or four hundred photography podcasts <laughs> going around for sure. <laughs> sure, volume if nothing else. So yeah, anyway, so but, but I've been looking. At this this company buy is buying out like um, uh, brass uh, brass pipe companies. Okay. Um, also, just just a weird weird range of companies that they own and then they're also selling off stuff like they own uh phone retailers in japan and well and they're selling all the, these sort of things off as well right and and, and, so, and other other bizarre things so, so my point of all this is is, is there's not a passion no. for photography no they're not buying it yeah you know, olympus you know they they have a history and tradition and so uh, but olympus was saying basically you know, that they, they think it's in the best interest for the brand and its history going forwards well i'm thinking you know a, a, a mid-level chop shop isn't necessarily going to have your history and your you know your legacy as a, a you know much of a thought no but they've forward. got to say that just to keep the shareholders happy yeah to, yeah you know, Make it look so, like they um, can. Yeah. So anyway, I think that's it's it's uh, it could be a slow death. You know, who knows? Yeah. But uh, but uh, but I, I, I when when I saw all this, uh, I thought I'd pop onto my mate Nick Cajonis's uh, Facebook page because he's uh, he's a guy I know and he's he's an Australian Olympus ambassador. Just to see what if he's he anything to say. So I want to read his. No, I haven't read all of his Facebook posts. So hopefully it makes sense and it's uh, I, I trust him enough that he's logical and sensible enough. That what he's going to say via me in just a second yeah. <laughs> is actually good because I said I haven't actually read it. See, so it'll be a first for all of us. Here we go, uh, Olympus. So now that uh, the dust has settled and the YouTubers have saturated the internet with clickbait, that's probably about right. My favourite of all uh, is Olympus has fallen because that's like after the movie. I thought it was time to give my perspective and views on the matter, seeing that I have had texts, private messages, and snide remarks from the doomsayers <laughs> up in the balconies. Is that the people in the Muppets? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. As a brand ambassador, I feel I have the responsibility to not only express my views on the system, but to give my opinion on the current statement put out by Olympus and the impending sale of their camera division. Firstly, I would like to inform everyone that my cameras didn't suddenly stop working. Ah, see, I knew he'd be smart. Thankfully, they're all in great working order, and as far as I'm concerned, we'll be like that for quite some time. We obviously doesn't treat them like I treat my gear. Secondly, Olympus has sold their camera division to another company. They didn't announce that they were going to close production or fold. So that's a big difference, isn't it? Yeah. If you all think that Olympus is the only brand that's struggling in this climate, think again, as we've been saying all along. That's me saying that, not him. Uh, watch this space as other brands will either merge or do the same thing Olympus is doing now to survive which is pretty much what we've been saying all along too, isn't mm-hmm. it? He's clever, this Nick. He agrees with me. Uh, <laughs> that's always a good thing. It's a very t- tough time for camera companies as they try and manoeuvre through declining camera sales and the impact of smartphones. I love my Olympus and the joy it gives me when I shoot with them. They're very proud to be part of their journey and an honour to be one of their visionaries. The uncertainty about the future and the plans that the new ownership have is beyond our control, and it's a matter of wait and see. Absolutely no reason to sell up or switch and switch brands. Well, I certainly wouldn't be if I owned Olympus. I wouldn't be selling right now. No, you know what I mean? Because that's you don't sell during uncertainty. Yeah, it's not going to make much of a difference if they all of a sudden okay, there's not going to be any more. It's lost all its value anyway. Yeah, but people aren't going to give you more value now with not knowing what the future is going to be like. 
Yeah. And if all of a sudden you see that, that nothing much changes in the retail space and the products are still there, then and you want to sell, then yeah, you probably get more for it. Can everyone just take a chill pill? Love it. If I offered you a Hasselblad, uh, would you take it or would you reject it because it's now owned by DJI? <laughs> perfect. <laughs> and not the original owners. Oh, I love it. That's a perfect example. What a perfect example. Yeah. Furthermore, uh, whilst we were all guessing as to what's going to happen next, spare a thought for all those beautiful souls who work for Olympus. What a nice guy. Thank you, Olympus, for doing everything you can to survive in order to continue to bring joy to your many fans. Well, oh, I picked I picked well. That's a, it's a um, damn damn good post by Young Nick. Right. No, no, exactly. I mean, think about it. Hasselblad. Yeah? No yeah. one's going around poo-pooing Hasselblad. Oh, you're not going to buy Hasselblad back because it's owned by DJI. I guess maybe the, the one advantage to Hasselblad selling to DJI is that DJI is such a known quantity to people. It's a known brand. Yeah. You know, people see their products. They know that they're a, a, an active, busy company. And you think, well, if I'm going to sell my company to an active, busy company that's involved in in electronics in the in the in the retail world, then it's not necessarily such a bad fit. So maybe there's a, a better synergy there than these people Olympus are selling to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But sometimes, you know, when when you when you need to sell, because you're bleeding money, you you got to sell to the person who's prepared to buy. <laughs> At the same yeah, time, you know. Exactly. And I got an email, uh, a Facebook message from Dave Fulton uh, as well, saying that he received an email from Olympus Australia and New Zealand announcing a new lens being the 150 to 400 with a built-in 1.25 teleconverter. What a great sanding lens that is! Yeah, because yeah, you know, you know, think that's it's because that's on Olympus cameras. That's 300 to 800. Yeah, with a 1.25, so you took a thousand mil lens. Yeah, so that's that sounds pretty cool. I've seen, and the photos of it look pretty darn nice too. I've got to say. Right, and updating to uh, updating to uh, the EM One X's uh, bird detect function. That's pretty cool. Okay, if you're into that sort of birding stuff, I reckon. That, imagine that a, a thousand mil lens with bird detecting <laughs> focusing function. Yeah, right? that's pretty cool. And he's saying he, he guesses the the lens was was, uh, was committed to being marketed many months before the world crumbled. This goes for everybody, I guess. Cost of developments will possibly never be recouped um, for the small market who have uh, those cameras. Let me see what else. I think Olympus was on the right track and, uh, and should have appealed to far more people. And I agree. I mean, Olympus, I said, I, I get Olympus as a, as a concept and as a brand, as a product to use far more than I do the Sony. Right. Because yeah, if I want a small camera, I want a small lens. And if you buy an Olympus, you get a small lens. Yeah. That whole making stuff smaller made sense I, I would love i would love to get a hold of one of the canon eos are uh, yeah, their 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 mirrorless series cameras hmm. to shoot with just to see uh, because the menu system I'm, I'm i'm guessing all that stuff would be so much more familiar to me yep whether i enjoy the experience of shooting with the mirrorless more than i did with the sony it's just simply because it was such an alien yep. uh, environment yep. to work in yeah so that's that, that'd be interesting as well so anyway, that's 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 my that's my, my my little bit of little bit of stuff on Olympus. Just having a little bit of a looking around, trying to find, figure out who these people were who were buying them, because yep. it's kind of interesting to know who they are. Uh, and I said, I took a chance on Nick being a clever, uh, intelligently written bloke, and he, and that he was. He's also a phenomenal photographer. So if you uh, if you want to follow a really good people photographer, Nick Gahonis, that's G H I O N I S. Yep. Love, lovely, lovely guy and um, Olympus visionary. I hate that word, visionary. <laughs> 
I'd like to break into the podcast briefly to mention that we now have a Patreon account. If you get any value at all from our photographic giggle fest each week, we'd really appreciate it if you could spare a couple of bucks a month just to help keep the servers running. The link will be in the show notes. Much appreciated. Now, back to the podcast. Uh, then I came across, and this is the staggering, staggering state of the world these days, Bruce. I came across an image. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was basically basically a GIF uh, or an image, a series of images converted into a movie. Okay, but it was four hundred and twenty-five million images. What? Okay, four hundred and twenty-five million images taken. There was 20 million gigabytes of data went into this project. Okay. Okay. And I looked at it and I've gone, oh, God, that's amazing. Oh, God, I'm so unimpressed. Oh, God, <laughs> the world of, of amazing animation and amazing stuff we've seen is killing us. Is killing our sense of amazing wonder. So the project was done by NASA. Right. And it was with their extra solar telescope pointing at the sun, taking oh. 425 million images of, of the sun for a decade. Right. So it, it, it's, it, and you can watch over the period of how long the video goes for a couple of minutes. Uh, each second equates to one day, each wow. second of footage. And it's amazing. The, the the quality and that thing is perfectly consistent in size and color and tone for the for the entire ten years, and you just watch all the different activity on the sun over a ten year period. Yeah, right. But you just go, okay, yeah, seen it. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just like my god, that that I mean, what that's got to be one of the most astounding projects of all time. Yeah, yeah. Certainly, photographic wise goes the most in depth, involved, and you just dis- and I am dismissing it after a minute and a half. Yeah, and then skipping <laughs> forward you know, fast through the video to sort of see if there's anything <laughs> to see if anything interesting happens. <laughs> what am I looking for? The sun to blow up? Oh, it's blown up there! Look, <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking for, but um, it's a phenomenal thing. Uh, but my God, our sense of wonder is well, my sense of wonder is in serious need of. <laughs> Yeah. help. Then I came yeah. across a thing on, on Peter Pixel, uh, his page, yeah. uh, on GIMP, because we, we often talk about the, the alternates of Photoshop on this, this yeah. channel, this, this, this page. Uh, but, and, and GIMP's got a patch they've come out with that makes their program far more familiar for people coming over from Photoshop. Right. So it's a far, to make it a far easier transition, it's called PhotoGIMP. Oh, enough. okay. So it's just trying to help that 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 stepping away and and, and making it a much more you know, less formidable environment to go into cold. So I thought that might be a yeah. If interested, anyone who's maybe tried GIMP in the past and past and just found it all a bit a bit too not what they're used to. Yeah, that, that might be something else I want to have a bit I, of a look at. As, as someone who's been you know dabbling with Linux for four years, I can say that when I first transitioned across and started using GIMP, it did feel very different to Photoshop. Yeah. Simply because the menus were laid out a little bit differently and the you know the tool palette is not a single column down the left hand side like you might have been used to from Photoshop. But I can say from first hand experience that you adapt to it pretty quickly and you know it does ninety five percent of what Photoshop does. And does it, I think, equally well. 
but, you know, your mileage may vary, I guess. Hmm. But I like the idea of this, you know, plug-in to, you know, make it more like Photoshop because I think that would help people transition. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it, it just, it, to me, it made sense. It was like, oh, well, that's a logical thing to do. And yeah. Make, make, if you can make life easier for people, then, you, you know, you'll make it more appealing to more people and that can't be a bad thing for them. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was that. I, then, then I saw there was a, a – Peter had also put up another article. Yep. He's the Revo Rink. The Revo Rink. Yeah. You I, like that? I almost put this on my list and I Did decided you? to pass on it and so I'm kind well, of tell, glad that you picked up on it. Tell us all about it. Well, basically it's three step-up rings – that are, and I can't remember the exact sizes. Here we go, 37 to 40. Okay, so there's a 52 mil version, a 67 mil version, and an 82 mil version. But each of them has a variable size range. So the 52 mil will cover all of your filters from 37 mil up to 49 mil. Your 67 mil will cover all of your filters from 46 to 62. And then the 82mm ring will handle all of your filters from 67 to 82 mil. So basically, instead of having to have, you know, that bloody wedge-shaped concoction of step-up rings where you've got, yeah. you know, 10 or 15 rings all screwed together, you just have three of these rings as a, you know, and, and honestly, for most of us, you'd probably only need one of these rings yeah, to cover yeah. all of the sizes of lenses that you have, or maybe you'd have the 67 and the 82. But basically, it reduces the number of step-up rings that you need to carry around, which I thought was a great idea. Makes it simple. Yeah, I, th- I thought I thought it was very clever, and yeah, someone's actually someone's actually come out with something clever and smart. So I thought, well, done. yeah, I'll include that one. That was that was good. And the last thing was a, a, a non Tamron lens announcement. Yeah, that 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 uh, the, the Lauer nine mil is the world's widest rectilinear full frame lens. Yeah, which looks pretty cool. Except I I went and looked at the page, the the, the link. Yeah, and one of the shots. There's some serious curvature on the land. Yeah. The, the, the land's going straight, 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 and it starts going up towards the sky. Yeah. Probably not an image I would have included in their promotional stuff. Right. Personally, but uh, the rest of the images look really, really good and perfectly flat. So yeah, right. uh, as any of those things, I guess, um, yeah, you, you, you can't... Yeah, I, I've seen I've seen curved distortion like that on 28mm lenses. So, oh, wow. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Canon. Yeah, piece of crap. One well, Canon's piece of crap lenses. Um, not 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 saying all those, but some of the lenses that that there was a twenty eight to one thirty five, and it was diabolically bad. It was just a bad lens. Wow. You know? And uh, at twenty eight, you get some. Yeah, you almost get a U shape of your horizon sometimes. Yeah. You know? uh, wow. Yeah. Exactly. That's not what you're expecting out of a lens. So yeah, but I thought I thought yeah that that'd be pretty cool to try though. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, you know, and you can imagine the Astro guys are going to go nuts. Oh yeah. Nuts over that. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, anyway, so that, that's 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 all my stuff for the week. That's all I've, I've uh, nice. That's interested me. Not much else has interested me at all. Went fishing today. I saw took that. The kids, took, took Did the you kids catch fishing, anything? Blowing a, a freaking gale. Because <laughs> it's so it's so cold. Did you catch anything? <laughs> Emily caught one. Excellent. We, we we fished in there for maybe four hours. Had one bite. Right. And that one bite fortunately turned into a fish. <laughs> <laughs> So it's pretty good. Uh, so that, 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 and I took a landscape photo as you as, as you saw. And yep. Yeah, yeah. So I took a photo without somebody in it, which was uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, unusual for me. 
Excellent. Oh yeah, that, that's it. So what else? You, what have you got on your list of stuff? Is so there any, uh, one interest? of the things that has uh, transpired in the last week or two is that Adobe decided to change all of the icons for their apps. Now this occurs both on desktop and on mobile, and it's absolutely got you know the world up in a half because. They've made all of the icons the same colour. Oh. Where it used to be that each application had a unique colour. I, I think they used to have a white background with the text in a unique colour for each app. And so it was easy to see, you know, both the, yeah, so the, the letters Photoshop as well as the colour. Classic and, and FR, whatever FR yeah. stands for. But now the they've um, they've just made them all where the background color and the text color is the same on every icon, and um, people are very put out. Yeah, people with are going to have to look decision. And uh, apparently on mobile, it's really bad. Someone tweeted exclusive sneak peek at Adobe's 2021 <laughs> suite icons. All of them just say Adobe, <laughs> and you've got to read the uh, text labels underneath. I don't know if that's for real or if that's someone just having a spoof, but, uh, yeah, uh, it certainly got people rather annoyed. And apparently there's also some issues where uh, I don't know what the app is that uses XD, uh, but apparently it's not the same size as all of the other apps' icons. Huh. Uh, and then there was one person who was saying when you line all of these apps up, the letters don't share a common baseline. How are you, eh? Now, for a company like Adobe, which has made its name on being the, you know, the, <laughs> the bastion of all things text and graphic design, that's a pretty major oversight, uh, if that is legitimate. So... Um, yeah, very interesting uh, story, but uh, the link will be in the show notes for anyone that wants to check that out. And if you do happen to be somebody who's looking to escape from Adobe, there's a very funny video, which we'll put a link to in the show notes. Uh, not safe for work, but it's called Breaking Up with Adobe, and it goes for about just under <laughs> three minutes, and it is hilarious. And it's made in the style of... Uh, I don't know if anyone saw the movie Sin City with Elijah Wood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that sort of film noir kind oh, of... No, I saw the one with Bruce Willis. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> so it's made in that style. It's very good. It's well worth having a look at. Uh, the next thing I found was a guy in Mauritius, the island nation off the east coast of Africa, yeah. was rather put out by the idea that Google never sent the Street View car to Mauritius. <laughs> so he decided he would create not so much Street View, but basically he would photograph with his drone a bunch of 360-degree panable images like you get on Google yeah. of the entire island of Mauritius. So he Jeez. drove around the entire island and he's created, oh, there was hundreds of images and he set up his own website uh, called Ruben's View or Rube's View or something because his name was Ruben. But yeah, I was having a very Love brief it. look at it just before I, yeah, we started recording tonight and I thought, good on him, you know, he just 
you know, obviously proud of his country. He thinks it's a, yeah, a beautiful photo- photogenic location. and uh, He's been slighted. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, definitely check that one out. Uh, and the last thing that I grabbed was uh, Sony have hinted that coming in the summer, and I think that means the American ah, yeah, summer, yeah, which yeah. would be our winter, uh, is a new Sony A7S III. But what's interesting about this is that they are saying it is a complete departure from the previous A7S and A7S II. Yeah, I think they're putting, they're putting a prism back in on an optical viewfinder. No. <laughs> no, they're That's not a complete doing departure. that. <laughs> uh, right now we're focused on the launch of the new camera and it will be a complete redesign of the whole system, including the image sensor. Everything uh, is new. We hope it this will This one might meet. be fun to use. Sorry? This one might be fun to use, is what you're saying. <laughs> we hope it will meet and exceed the expectations and requests of our customers. I'm very confident that our new model will meet their demands. So, yeah, wow. that's going to be interesting to see what, what they come up with. Absolutely. Uh, we heard from Rob Coates. Did we? Uh, on the uh, Not As Good As John episode, he said, further to the item in last week's podcast about not using the terms slave and master when discussing flash equipment. Ah, yes, yes, yes. I've yes. decided to do my bit for the cause. I've renamed Ooh. my monochrome collection Zero and 255. <laughs> Yours in solidarity, <laughs> Rob Coates. <laughs> I don't get it. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> I, I do get it. I I'm know just, you do. It's something, it's something that, it does. It's like that. That that's that's the the tone of the shade. Is that number? Is that something like that? Yeah, something like I that. I know it. I know it. It's in, it's in my head. I know it. I just, I just I don't ever. Cass Tippett replied it. to our uh, our Did show she? notes. Uh, yes, and said, "Sheesh, I leave one glowing compliment." And Glenn decides he can just take off for the week. And you even called me a she <laughs> through the whole thing. No worries. What? At Thirty-seven. I'm used to it. Hope you guys are well. Just be glad you aren't in this. <laughs> Dumpster fire shit show we've got going on over here in the States. And it's only got far worse since he sent that. Yes. (laughs) The whole place is... That's the thing. Uh, You you don't get any worse, and then you wake up the next day, you go, how how to take those three steps down further? Yeah. Yeah. How far is the bottom? You've got to wonder. I've got to say, Cass, uh, having a name like Glyn... Yeah, I've had 55 years of uh, male addressed to Miss Glyn Lavender. <laughs> or, oh, we were expecting a woman. Really? <laughs> oh, we thought you were his wife. All those kinds of things. Jeez. <laughs> so, so, yes, yes, d- d- dear lovely Cass, I'm, I'm very used to it. <laughs> right. Uh, and Adam sent us a couple of stories. One was really? Canon is launching. Should we just ignore those till next week? Just because for the sheer fun of it. Oh no, nah, we'll get them through. We'll, this is Adam. We'll, yeah, we're, yeah, I'm not worried about the time. I'm just worried about yeah, yeah, annoying it's okay. Adam. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Canon is launching a satellite, but why are they sending it up with a 5D Mark III? Uh, I, I've not had a chance to read the story. Uh, They've got so, a whole bunch of stock left over. Yeah, New old stock. That's right. <laughs> they, can't, they can't sell them. It could very well be that. So, uh, yeah. How bizarre, isn't it? It yeah, is. Well, it's, a, um, it's, it's an interesting... interesting uh, uh, the, only thing I, the only thing I could imagine hmm. 
is that they've been building this thing for so damn long. Oh, actually, it's, uh, I sent the original one into space in 2017. Is that the, the, the development system has been on so long that they've built the platform and, and the technology well, around You that, might be on the right track possibly. because it says the satellite is quite small, measures only 50 centimetres by 50 centimetres by 70 centimetres, and it's based on a previous satellite which was launched in 2014. So it's quite possible that the, the physical dimensions were sort of locked in, you know, seven years ago and... So maybe that's something to do with it. Well, they're going to digital camera world points out the 5D3 is still one of the best cameras Canon's ever made. It doesn't have the wobbly sensor that we expected to, that we expected to see. Oh, my, an advert just popped up in my thing. Oh, don't there. you hate that? Um, oh, it doesn't. It just moves the text down, which, yeah. is, which is my biggest issue. It doesn't have the wobbly sensor that we expect to see in the EOS R5. What? That's interesting. So they're Are they talking issues. about rolling shutter with the video side of things? A wobbly sensor with its built-in image stabiliser. Okay. Which I'm sure is a big factor with the forces that's placed on the camera as it ascends. Okay, so maybe it's... Oh, I think, okay, what they're saying is that the way their inbuilt image stabiliser works on the, on the mirrorless cameras could be affected by the G-force as it's launched. Oh, okay, right. Okay, okay. so that, I don't mean wobbly is in not effective, but wobbly is in it moves to count uh, to, as part of the, the anti-shake uh-huh. anti yep. system. Okay, so that makes sense. Yep. It still doesn't mention anything about the 4, though. But, uh, yeah, the, the, why didn't go for the Mark IV is anybody's guess, really, which is yeah, well, interesting, isn't it? It, yeah. it, it, it does. It does it, the only thing that makes sense to me is... Not some sort of engineering software development system that's been that's the only thing I can imagine, right? Who knows? Yeah, anyway. And it's just occurred to me that the other story that I had from Adam was about Olympus, so we've covered that. So, what about Olympus? Um, yeah, I think they're doing something, I think they've got some lenses coming or something. (laughs) Some lenses coming out, absolutely. (laughs) Well, well, that's it. That is it. We've we've gone through with uh. Well, we, have, we haven't had to deal with race. We haven't had to deal with... We haven't really mentioned politics other than the shit show that uh, the US is. Uh, we haven't mentioned... We've hardly mentioned coronavirus. Correct. Uh, we haven't had any gender issues, calling anybody by the wrong gender. I think we've had a pretty... I think all around we've had a pretty good episode. <laughs> pretty uneventful. <laughs> pretty uneventful when you think about it. Yeah. And they said we couldn't do it, you know? Yeah. So are you back to running workshops this weekend? Uh, I started running workshops two weekends ago. I ran a workshop, and uh, actually, I've run two workshops, and now I'm closed down again. Yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, right. Back in the saddle again. So, yeah, it's 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 a wait and see. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh dear. All right, yeah, mate. I well, I hope yeah. it uh, sorts itself out quickly. I know. For you. I know. I'm I'm hoping beyond hope. I'm think. I'm. I'm hopefully confident and i'll know as, as a week progresses to run one saturday week so you know nine right. days from now but yeah. um we should just have to see mm. all right yeah. all right all right mate we'll uh, stay safe and we'll uh, talk to you in a week we'll do take care everybody and uh, and um be good all right bye be no no be even better there you go shutters inc for questions, comments and feedback, email the boys at shuttersinpodcast.com.